My name is Nathan Newdorf, and I'm the MLA for Lethbridge East, and I will be the MC for today's announcement. It's always an honour to get to be part of events like this in Lethbridge, and I'm pleased to be here with a number of my colleagues uh, representing the Government of Alberta and many other esteemed guests that are here today. I would like to extend my thanks to the leadership, faculty and staff of the University of Lethbridge for hosting us this afternoon and everyone that has taken time out of their busy schedules to join us here today. I know, I know you're all very excited and know I'm very excited to share this announcement today. So without uh, further ado, I would like to invite Minister Nicolaides to the podium to share exciting news about the targeted enrollment expansion funding for post-secondary institutions in Southern Alberta. Please welcome me, or please join me in welcoming Minister Nicolaides to the podium. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Good to see you. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and uh, thank you for welcoming me here today at uh, the beautiful University of Lethbridge uh, campus. And uh, indeed, I'm also uh, really uh, honored and glad to be joined by many of my colleagues, of course, RMC, uh, MLA Nathan Newdorf of Lethbridge East. Also uh, happy to have my colleague here, Michaela Fry, MLA for Brooks Medicine Hat, as well as Grant Hunter, the MLA for Cardston, Tabor Warner, and many other distinguished uh, guests who are joining us, including uh, President Mike Mann of the uh, University of Lethbridge, uh, Dr. Samantha Lency, Provost and Vice President Academic with Lethbridge College, uh, Dr. Uh, Kenny Korskaden, Vice President Research and Partnerships of Lethbridge College, Sandy Henderson, Dean of Student Services with Medicine Hat College, and uh, Corrine Roth, Vice President People and Business Services again with, with Lethbridge College. Uh, and indeed, it's a real opportunity uh, and uh, real pleasure to be here today uh, to announce an important step forward in building our post-secondary capacity. But I want to give a little bit of context first. It seems as though everywhere that we look today, we see strong signs of economic growth. We see Alberta's economy taking off. And indeed, as part of Alberta's recovery plan, a, a plan to breathe new life into our economy and diversify our economy, we are seeing strong signs of growth across the entire province. In fact, our economy is forecast to return to levels not seen since 2014. And indeed, as I mentioned, this is due in part to the Alberta recovery plan and other important government initiatives. However, it is important to note that a strong, rebounding and growing economy doesn't come without its own challenges. And one of those challenges is the lack of skilled talent. That is why we are investing in programs to get Albertans back to work in good paying jobs and we're transforming our adult learning system to focus on providing high quality education and the skills and training needs for Alberta's future. And furthermore, it seems as though, and I think my, my colleagues can attest to this, wherever we go in the province, we do indeed hear the constant and continuing concern of lack of available talent, whether in film, television, aviation, agriculture, forestry, or healthcare. It seems that more needs to be done to build our overall capacity in many of these growing sectors. And that is why Alberta's government is investing $171 million over three years to create additional post-secondary seats. Now, I have to make a quick 
uh, comment at the beginning, we were hoping that we would be in a position to create 7,000 additional spaces with the $171 million investment. However, due to the incredible proposals from our institutions, including the proposals from the University of Lethbridge, I'm now told that we will be able to create almost 10,000 spaces across the entire province. And this represents, without question, the largest targeted enrollment expansion in our province's history. Under the targeted enrollment expansion program, all 26 publicly funded post-secondary institutions were invited to submit proposals to expand capacity in their high demand programs. We received more than 120 proposals from 23 institutions. Those proposals, of course, were evaluated for labor market demand using provincial data sources, institutional employment data, and advanced education's data and analysis. Uh, in addition, they were scored for alignment with workforce and regional economic needs, learner demand, financial implications, cost per seat, work-integrated learning uh, pathways, and ability to get students into seats this very fall. And that's what brings us here today. And I am indeed very pleased to announce an investment of more than 5.3 million in new funding to create 184 seats for Southern Alberta. These 184 seats will be created right here at the University of Lethbridge, Lethbridge College, and Medicine Hat College. And ultimately, this new investment will ensure that Southern Alberta has the training, skills, and knowledge they need for the jobs of today and of tomorrow. Let me give you a quick overview as to how this funding will be allocated. So with respect to Lethbridge College, the college will receive 1.2 million to create approximately 36 new seats in two areas, primarily in agriculture and heavy equipment technician program, and as well in the, uh, in the collaborative Bachelor of Nursing degree with the University of Lethbridge. Medicine Hat College will receive 324,000 to create 30 new seats, in their healthcare aid certificate program. And right here at the University of Lethbridge, the university will receive 3.7 million to create 118 new seats in four critical programs. 16 seats will be created in the Bachelor of Nursing collaborative degree program with Lethbridge College. 30 new seats for the Master of Science in Management with a focus on business analytics. 25 new seats in the Bachelor of Management with a focus on business administration, and 47 new seats in the Bachelor of Science in computer science. And so as you can see, this investment of more than 5.3 million is key to ensuring Albertans in Southern Alberta have access to the uh, skills, training, and knowledge they need to succeed. Significant investments into science, agriculture, nursing, and business-related programs will ensure Alberta continues to be a great place to live, work, and do business. In closing, 
I encourage all of you to learn more about this historic and largest targeted enrollment expansion in Alberta's history at alberta.ca. And before I wrap up as well, let me extend my sincere gratitude to the all faculty and staff at the University of Lethbridge for hosting us here again today and to all post-secondary partners who deliver high quality learning for the next generation. Thank you. Thank you, Minister. This indeed is a historic announcement and incredible news for Southern Alberta post-secondary institutions, prospective students, and industry. I would now like to invite my colleague, Michaela Fry, for Brooks Medicine, the MLA for Brooks Medicine Hat, to share a few words. Michaela. Thank you very much. And I just wanted to take a few moments to say thank you to both the Minister of Advanced Education um, as well as my colleagues for this opportunity today. Um, as you know, Southeastern Alberta has an amazing opportunity, an amazing jewel in Medicine Hat College. And as an alumni of the University of Lethbridge, it's great to be here today, but it's also fantastic to be able to announce the th over $300,000 going to Medicine Hat College to create more space, building capacity in both advanced education and our healthcare system. Uh, I want to say thank you to um, uh, Kevin Shufflebotham, the president of the college, as well as Sandy for being here today, as well as the Medicine Hat College Board, who's advocated tirelessly for their programs. Uh, without their advocacy, we would not be able to do what we do. So thank you very much. Thank you, Michaela. I share your excitement and the gratitude that we, we have for all the, the incredible staff at all of the institutions. Uh, now I would like to invite uh, my colleague, the MLA for Carts, no, it's just Tabor Warner now. Uh, sorry, my notes. Uh, Grant Hunter, please come and speak. It is Tabor Warner. It used to be Carson Tabor Warner, but then they split it. So um, it's good to be here. It's, uh, these, are, these are great announcements, and I thank the minister for this tireless work. I have the privilege of, of sitting on Treasury Board, and so I've, I've had the opportunity to work with uh, Minister Nicolaides and to listen to his vision about how we can be able to expand and work with colleges and universities to be able to make sure that there's the proper training for our youth and our young people. And uh, I see that vision here uh, expanded today. I know that this has probably been a, a day long in coming for the minister, as I know he would have liked to have got to it sooner. But as a province, we had to get our house in order. And as you know, we were able to balance the budget, which allows us to be able to start working on projects like what Minister Nicolaitis has, has talked about. But I wanted to just help him understand and help everyone understand the government has great aspirations for Southern Alberta. As you know, we've announced uh, an expansion of 206,000 irrigated acres in, in irrigation in this area. Uh, that is to be able to facilitate a massive growth in the agri-processing corridor between Lethbridge and Medicine Hat, which is already producing some of the finest crops and specialty crops in the world. And as our, the population of our world expands to 11 billion by, by uh, 2100, we're going to have to feed those people. And there's no better place to be able to grow crops, to be able to start a business than right here in southern Alberta with the irrigation that we have and with the opportunity that we have, actually the water that comes out of the Eastern Slopes is some of the best in the world. And so that clean water, uh, the innovative farmers that we have, that is, all of those trades are gonna need to have a, um, 
the education that they need. And, and this is the type of program that's going to be able to help uh, fuel that education uh, for those new workers in the agri-food processing sector. And so uh, with greatest respect, I thank um, the universities, the colleges in South for being able to step up for the students that have, have that vision and that excitement about what needs to happen and for the minister for uh, the hard work that he's had to be able to bring this about today. So thank you very much, minister. It's an exciting day. Thank you. With that, I want to invite up Dr. Mann, and he will also bring some greetings. Okay, good afternoon, everyone. It's really exciting to actually be at a public event. We haven't had many of these, not to have my mask on. And uh, so it's great to see everyone here and to be in this wonderful building, Mark and Hall, that at one point uh, was constructed as a result of a $50 million uh, contribution from the province. Uh, I got to announce the opening of the building in I think my second week as uh, on campus as president. Uh, so I had to make sure that I gave uh, thanks to Bill Cade and, and his team who had worked so hard on that building. But the building is a, is a really important representation of why we're here today, which is a building that really speaks to employment and speaks to ensuring that we contribute to the community. As we know, Alberta is a, a growing population, uh, one that is pro projected to grow into the future. And so specific investments like the one announced today uh, to our university and to our two important college partners is, is really important and very timely. The University of Lethbridge is unique in Alberta in that it provides post-secondary education and access to, of course, Southern Alberta students, but all the while attracting actually the majority of our students from outside of the region. And so we really do uh, contribute to the education of students across the province. As a small comprehensive uh, research university, we offer an incredible opportunity for students to have that research uh, experience, that experience with great academics, but in a smaller student-centered uh, university. Giving Alberta students also an opportunity to go away to school. Uh, when I first moved down here and uh, was going back and forth a little bit, I felt like I was in a race on Highway 2 with the students that were driving down from Calgary on a Sunday night after they'd gone home and gotten some food from their moms and dads and, and were coming back to, to school. This is one of the great things about the University of Lethbridge is that we create opportunities for students who want to go away to school, not to go to Ontario or not to go to Nova Scotia, but to stay here in Alberta and ha have that experience of going away to school. So today's announcement is so important for our university in that it increases spaces in very important areas that contribute to uh, employment and to the economy. The minister has articulated them already, so I won't restate them, but I will say they're in areas that we really are excited to continue to grow, and they're in areas that really do impact uh, the opportunities as we look forward. I'd like to hi highlight a pair of, of the announcements in particular because I think they're um, they're important to highlight in relation to the contribution that this program is making, not only to individual institutions, but to partnerships. Our Bachelor of Nursing program, which is a historically fantastic program because it is a partnership between Lethbridge College and the University of Lethbridge, is a program that is nurturing students who, who start at the college and then move over to the university. 
we're now in a really interesting point in the history of that program where college professors will be teaching first year students, university professors will be uh, teaching first year students. And so we're developing a much more integrated approach to that program. The importance of that program, of course, is it contributes to healthcare, but it also contributes to ensuring that uh, Alberta citizens in uh, Southern Alberta can stay and have that health care that they need. The second example that I'd like to point to is, is a collaboration that we have with Bow Valley College in, in Calgary, which is in the business administration uh, field. And again, is an integration between a university and a college and really is building the capacity of the province. Minister, I, I'd like to thank you and our MLAs here today for, for being here, but also for having the vision to see that uh, employment and economic growth is very much supported by higher education in this province through our colleges, through our polytechnics, through our universities. And so, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Mann. The university is definitely unique. I, I can't help but uh, admire their, some of the people they've invited out today. <laughs> the uh, medical, uh, medical mannequins, or whatever the technical name for them, very lifelike and a little bit disconcerting to stand next to them <laughs> as I prepare for my next comments. Uh, now I'd like to invite Dr. Samantha Lenzi, Provost and Vice President Academic for the Lethbridge College to come and speak. Oh, thanks, Nathan. Oki. Thank you, Minister Nicolades, MLA Fry, and MLA Hunter. Welcome to Sixagate Satapi Territory. We're happy to have you here. On behalf of Lethbridge College and my colleagues, Corrine Roth, and Dr. Kenny Korsgaden, we are grateful for you for recognizing the importance of the increased opportunities for our students. To our colleagues from the university and from Medicine Hat College, it's so nice to come together and celebrate that today is a day of celebration. For 65 years, Leftbridge College has taken great pride in preparing students for jobs that matter. Jobs that support the city of Leftbridge, Southern Alberta, and the rest of the country. We are connected to industry, and work to ensure that all of our degree, our diploma, our certificate, and apprenticeship programs prepare our students for meaningful careers that support the Alberta economy and our social growth. Ensuring that education is accessible is a key priority of ours. Part of that accessibility is ensuring that there are available seats in high demand programs. And you heard a little bit from two people about our wonderful nursing program. We are very excited to extend that it has a big waiting list because people want to be here in southern Alberta, work here, live here. We thank the Government of Alberta and the Ministry of Advanced Education for investing in our programs. Our healthcare system and our skilled trades are two of Alberta's backbones and Lethbridge College's continued commitment to Alberta 2030, building skills for jobs. Thank you for recognizing the unique ecosystem of post-secondary education in southern Alberta. We have everything here everything everyone would want. Uh, attracting and retaining students is our top priority, and this funding makes it easier for those opportunities. So thank you again for hosting UofL. We appreciate it very much. And to see Medicine Hat College out, thank you very much. It's nice to see you, and thank you all today. Thank you, Dr. Lindsay. Uh, as a former alumni from the college, I always have a very soft spot in my heart for the work that they do. and. Uh, as a graduate of their skilled trades program, you never know where it, it can lead you. So, and I would like to, uh, just the speaking order, just again thank uh, 
Emily Grant Hunter for his words and his remarks and taking time out of his busy schedule to be with us here today. So now I'd like to invite our next speaker, Sandy Henderson, Dean of Student Services and Registrar of Medicine Hat College to share a few remarks. Uh, Mr. Minister, MLAs, colleagues and guests, uh, thank you for the opportunity to represent Madison Hat College today. As Registrar and Dean of Student Services, I personally witnessed the challenges of students who see the direct path between access to education and access to the workplace, but find themselves waiting for an opportunity to step forward. Thanks to Alberta at Work, we're able to boost enrollment in programs that students want and that employers need. In the Southeast region, we've been focusing on healthcare programs by increasing access to our healthcare aid program. This eight month certificate program is offered at both of our campuses. However, it is people who look to our Brooks campus for this career opportunity that will be most directly impacted by the investment. Increasing enrollment meets the needs of students. It also ensures we're able to meet the needs of the many employers who rely on Madison Hat College to prepare job ready graduates that help sustain our healthcare system for our families and neighbors. I'd also like to acknowledge our partners in Southern Alberta, the University of Lethbridge and Lethbridge College. I think we've built a very great collaborative relationship down south. And like I said, we do have everything and it. it's a really exciting time. Uh, Madison Hat College is really grateful for the support. Uh, thank you from our leadership team, our faculty, staff, and of course, our students. We're looking forward to a vibrant future. Thank you. Thank you, Sandy. Now I am pleased to invite Carvey Bott, President of the Students' Union for the University of Lethbridge, to tell us firsthand about her own educational journey and to share her perspective on what this funding means for students. Okay, and thank you for the introduction, uh, Emily Newdorf. My name is Kervi Bat, and I am the president of the University of Lethbridge Students' Union, a body rep that represents undergraduate students at our campuses, both here in Lethbridge and in Calgary. The future of work demands a collective effort to achieve diverse and inclusive growth, and it is encouraging to hear that advancing post-secondary education is vital to that objective. I want to extend our gratitude to the government of Alberta for their contributions towards supporting our education. This investment will ensure that current and future generations of students in this digital age are better equipped with the tools and resources to become ready to kickstart their careers. This is a step forward in reducing barriers to entry and inequalities in attaining higher education, in ad addressing societal challenges, building networks, and increasing accessibility and opportunities for personal and professional development within our campus community. I want to take this time to thank the University of Lethbridge for outlining the direct needs and impacts of this funding that can help ensure that our teachers and educators are provided with the wherewithal to best support emerging leaders, the experiential and interdisciplinary learning opportunities that will no doubt create critical thinkers in new and emerging markets. This institution, the chances and opportunities I have been granted throughout my time and experience here, and the wonderful folks that I've had the pleasure of connecting with along the way have helped shape me into a lifelong learner. I'm hopeful that this will provide our campus community in the heart of Southern Alberta with a great place to learn, seek meaningful and fulfilling work and call home. This investment into, the, into young people is an investment into the future and we are grateful that post-secondary education remains a key priority through this generous commitment. Thank you. Well said, thank you, Carrie. And congratulations on your accomplishments here at the University of Lethbridge. I wish you every success as you move, move forward in your educational journey. 
The investment announced this afternoon will have an immeasurable impact on the lives of students in Southern Alberta, providing them with access to high quality education in fields of study where growth and expansion are absolutely necessary. It will also have an enormous impact on the post-secondary institutions receiving this funding and to assist them in expanding key programs and creating new opportunities for their students. So once again, I'm honored to have been part of this important announcement today and would like to thank Minister Nicolaides and the government of Alberta for their vision and foresight in investing in post-secondary education and Alberta's economic recovery. Thank you again to all of today's speakers and all of you as guests. This concludes the speaking portion of today's events. We will now move into a short media question and answer period uh, with the minister or whomever you would like to ask a question of. So I'll invite the minister to the podium and then uh, allow Sam to take care of the, the order. Uh, yeah, so hello everybody. Uh, we just have uh, media in the room today. So if you have a question, please just line up to, I guess, my right side of the cameras there. And we'll keep it to... Um, <laughs> would, it, would it be easier if we just went from left side to right side? Sure, that would be okay, great. perfect. And we'll keep it to one question and one follow up. And then if you could just state your name and what agency you work for, for please. Yes. How important is it to put money towards that kind of collaboration uh, to ensure that there's an inclusion in Canada to these degrees? Great question. So this is, uh, I think, one of the really unique programs in, in uh, Alberta and Southern Alberta, and that is where uh, the college and the university truly collaborate. And so to have a program like this uh, be recognized for what it does uh, in supporting students, but also for what does and create a, creating a unique model of collaboration, I think is really important. It's one of the reasons I highlighted in my comments. I think the future of higher education in this province is about collaboration. It's about ensuring that our colleges, our universities, our polytechnics work closely together to maximize our resources as a province, but to also look at the unique contributions that can be made to students by having different institutions uh, uh, contribute to the education of those students. Thanks. Sure. Maybe I'll I'll invite uh, uh, representatives from from the colleges and the university to provide more details. But the the bulk of the funding is going to strengthen inst um, instructional capacity. So bringing on additional faculty, uh, ensuring there's the proper course material that's required. It's not going to physical infrastructure to to expand physical facilities. It's it's for operations. Uh, so primarily uh, materials, instructional costs, and uh, uh, and faculty costs. But so I don't know if uh, anyone from the colleges or the university would like to supplement that. They're nodding their heads, saying that that's yeah. pretty much it. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that makes sense. That, that was just kind of basically perfect. funding for operations and stuff like that. Uh, over the last few 
years, there have been a number of tuition increases for post-secondary students. Uh, does this funding help at, help at all with the affordability of the post-secondary funds? Sure. Um, not this funding specifically. This funding, again, is is going primarily to ensure that we have the, the faculty and the instructional material that's necessary. Um, however, there, there are additional dollars in Budget 2022 earmarked to support student financial assistance. So there's uh, $12 million over three years to boost our existing scholarships. And there's 15 million over three years to create a new bursary for, for low-income students. So we're, we're finalizing the design and development of that new uh, bursary. We've also uh, provided um, additional supports in terms of uh, providing more flexibility around student loans and other measures. And, and when it comes to tuition, I think it's uh, important to, to keep in mind that tuition today, average undergraduate tuition in Alberta is below the national average. So we still, uh, as a province, are, are very competitive with respect to other jurisdictions and other institutions. Um, Tyler Hay with CBOC Lethbridge. I'd like some more details on industry partnerships that can help fill labor gaps, specifically our healthcare shortage and what impact this new funding could have. Yeah, I, um, I, I might defer to, um, uh, to the representatives from the, the colleges and the university um, about uh, how they leverage uh, some of the operating dollars to, to, to build industry partnerships. Um, you know, I think it's important for us as government to be able to uh, fund and make sure that we have the resources that, that are necessary to um, uh, ensure that we don't have long wait lists. I think, you know, that's one of the critical parameters of this targeted enrollment expansion. There are a number of programs across the province that are in demand where we experience um, high wait lists. And so I think we need to take additional steps to alleviate that. Uh, you know, I'm always um, happy to see whenever our institutions have an opportunity to work collaboratively, uh, collaboratively with industry partners. Uh, and one of the things that we did look for in many of these proposals where appropriate was, are there work integrated learning pathways? So in uh, as we're expanding seats or, or in some of these programs, there, there are new programs. Uh, are you uh, is the institution building a work integrated learning pathway so that those students have an opportunity to get some hands on real world experience as part of their program? Uh, but I don't know if uh, anybody wants to supplement that answer in any detail. Probably not. But sure. Well, MLA Hunter. Yeah. Is, uh, is is Kenny here? Kenny, why don't you come on up? Kenny and I were talking just earlier about the collaboration that happens between colleges, universities, um, and and the uh, and and the industry. And I think that he has some some really good information to share here today about how that is happening. So so basically, you know, you can go out and you can get a, a university degree, but at the end of the day, what what is that going to give us? Um, it, we need jobs. We make we got to make sure that our people have jobs, good paying jobs, and so industries provide that for us. But that collaboration, so that they can actually be able to segue from their university degree into uh, into uh, a good paying job or into a business opportunity, is really what the end goal should be with universities and colleges and polytechnics. But maybe you could share with what you were talking to me about earlier. Um, sure. Yeah. So we. Um I've been expanding our agricultural program fairly extensively, um, working with industry to provide solutions for problems that, that they face, which will allow them to be more competitive. So these uh, funding opportunities certainly su support our growth in uh, key target areas, and working with industry really helps us provide pathways for students. 
but it also helps provide solutions for industry as well. Um, uh, Kenny Corsgarden, um, Vice President of Research and Partners at Lethbridge College. Thank you. Um, your last follow-up? Yeah. I'm going to follow up to Bruce's question a little bit. He asked me the first one I was going to ask. Does the government have any plans to help students to study these high-demand markets and break down potential barriers, or is it just making more seats for students who can afford it? Sure. Um, well, I, I think there's there's two parts uh, uh, to that answer. Uh, I think first and foremost, what, what we're doing here today is is helping to break down some of those barriers because, you know, there are a number of areas in, in healthcare, and aviation, film, television, veterinary medicine, where there are uh, long wait lists, and 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 students want to enter those areas. They want to contribute to our province in those respective professions, but it's challenging for them to be able to be admitted into those programs because of of a lack of capacity. Uh, and, and often a long wait list associated. So with the targeted enrollment expansion, we looked very carefully at uh, areas where we see enrollment pressures. And I think that was the large question that we asked uh, all of the 26 publicly funded institutions. Where are your bottlenecks? What are the programs where you have some of the largest wait lists? Uh, because I think we can all agree, we don't want to see a student who wants to go into nursing, healthcare, aid, aviation, film, television, whatever it is, not be able to get into that program right here in Alberta and have to go somewhere else. So we asked the institutions, you know, where are those bottlenecks? Where are your highest in-demand programs? Let's open up, open up some more spaces there so we can keep those students here. And, and then uh, on the affordability side, um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, indeed, we need to make sure that we have a robust suite of offering with respect to student aid and, and financial instruments. So... Uh, apart from what currently exists in terms of you know loans, uh, both federal and provincial loans and scholarships and bursaries, we are boosting that as well in budget 2022. I mentioned uh, 12 million in, in additional funding to support scholarship expansion and a new bursary that we will be creating that is specifically targeted for low-income Albertans because again, I think we can all agree that um, an individual's uh, financial position should not limit them from attending post-secondary education. Uh, and so we, we, we currently have bursaries for, for low-income individuals, but uh, I think we can do a little bit more there. And that's the, the uh, vision behind the new bursary that we'll be rolling out shortly. Yeah, happy happy to defer to them. If memory serves me correct, I believe uh, they'll start to see new students in all of these programs as early as this fall. Um, I'm seeing some head nodding. Uh, yeah, many heads nodding. So I'm on the right track again. So we will see some students start uh, as early as this fall and then gradually ramping up to get to the numbers that we've outlined after three years. You're welcome. Now that's one I will definitely have to defer to uh, to the colleges and and to and to Mike from the university to provide some more details there. Yeah, I can provide you a fuzzy answer because <laughs> that, that's as good as I. Uh, my guess is uh, my college uh, Throw one colleagues uh, <laughs> will have the same answer. Really, the answer is uh, yet to be determined because first of all, we have to determine how many new seats will be implemented. And then once we know the, the new seats, we'll then be ramping up. Obviously, 
Um, part of this will be looking internally at how we can support um, the new programming. But but beyond that, yes, uh, hiring new uh, folks. If I, if I look at our our nursing program as an example, it's uh, of course maxed out. And so the, the challenge will very much be um, finding new uh, folks to contribute to that program. Uh, but one of the big issues is uh, uh, not only on the employment uh, side as it relates to our students, the other challenge is finding the skilled uh, instructors at both our colleges and universities to contribute to these uh, growth uh, programs. When you talk about 10,000 new students, uh, that's a lot of new faculty and instructors. And so the, the ramp up will be important, but it's a great opportunity for all universities and colleges to see uh, the, the collective of, of faculty and, and instructors uh, grow across Southern Alberta. That's my fuzzy answer. <laughs> So that's it I have for you guys today. Thank you very much for joining. Awesome.